Congratulations to Paul Swan, host of The Drive, for capturing the prestigious 2024 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Excellence in Broadcasting Award for Best Talk Show. Tune in to Paul during your drive home weekdays at 5.06 p.m. on ESPN 94.1 and AM 9.30. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 9.30 present The Drive. It is Tuesday, August 29th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We are here until 6 o'clock. Our text line is open this hour, and you're going to need that in the next few minutes. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I'm going to give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to this Saturday's contest between Marshall and and Albany, so be listening for your cue to text in. Today, I'm going to ask you, yesterday I asked you to pick the score, what the score would be for the game. And I get several interesting, I mean really interesting choices. But at the end of the day, a lot of you agreed that it's going to be a blowout. Might not be. We're going to hear from Coach Huff in just a few minutes. I don't think Coach Huff thinks this is going to be a blowout, or he might be sandbagging a little bit, but we'll get his comments here in the next couple of minutes. He had some important things to say today at his weekly media presser, so we'll get to that here in a second. But the tickets we're going to give away on Saturday for the Albany game, I want to know from you, sort of prediction time here. Yesterday we did the score. Today, prediction time. What will the Marshall record be this year? Or how do you think the herd's going to finish in 2023? You think the herd's going to go undefeated? You think the herd's going to lose a couple of games? How many wins? How many losses? What do you think the Thundering Herd will have in 2023? That's our text question of the day. And after it's all said and done, we will randomly pick one of you to win those tickets to go see the herd take on Albany. So text line is now open. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So are you going to the game? That's going to be the big question. Are you going to the game? Or are you waiting? You're thinking about, you know, I'm I'm going to go maybe – Maybe I'll go to the Virginia Tech game if I can get one of those uh, tickets at or uh, on one of the ticket services. You're thinking maybe you're going to go to ODU. That's going to be the game you go to. Maybe you're skipping on Albany. I don't know what your mindset is, but herd game against Virginia Tech is a sellout. Now, there's a couple of tickets floating around here or there on one of the ticket partners that Thundering Herd is contracted with, but... That came up earlier today during Coach Huff's media address to members of the media. Coach has expectations as far as expecting a sellout every single game. And he basically explained what his expectations are, why the fans' expectations should be to show up. Basically, he said... We're going to show up. The fans should show up. Here's what he had to say as far as those expectations. I mean, the expectation for this football team is to win every game, and I accept that. Well, the expectation for the fans is to show up every game. 
if we're going to be in this thing together, we got to be in this thing together. And it can't be, well, because we're playing X school, everybody wants to show up. I, if, if I coach like that, you guys won't want me here. Because we're playing X school, I'm going to coach really, really hard. And, and that's not a knock because I know there are a lot of fans that do show up, but we need more. You know, we need some people to actually get in the car and drive four and five hours because that's what we do. And that's what Marshall football is about. Um, I think we have shown, I'm not saying we're perfect. I'm not saying we're there by any stretch of the imagination. I think we, as a department, university-wide, um, has shown that we're making strides and making efforts to improve things around here. Um, now we need the fans to do their part and come and cheer and come and be loud and support, uh, regardless of the opponent, regardless of the outcome. Um, it's our job as a football coach and basketball coach and tennis coach and every other coach around here to win every game. That's the expectation. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Okay, well, if that's the expectation for us in our program, which I fully accept, um, the expectation is for the fans to fill the stadiums and the gyms and the courts and the pools. That's the expectation. Virginia Tech games, a sellout. The expectation is every game should be a sellout. And Coach stressed when talking to us about this earlier today. He said that he wants fans to get in your car, come out, support your family. I don't understand why we have such a – I still haven't understand why we have such an issue. I don't care if you live six hours away or 12 hours away. You get in your car and you support your family every weekend. People go to family reunions all over the world. You come to every family reunion here. I, I, I just think that's where we got we to get out of this, well, I'm going to come to this game. But no, we're coming to every game. If I just said, well, the team's not going to show up to the Virginia Tech game, we're, we're not going to show up. We, we got something to do. You know what? We, we got something to do. Everybody would be like, well, what, what, what is that? Well, the person that should be sitting in Section 328 seat B, you're supposed to be here. And I don't say that in a, in a negative way. I just think we've got to change our thinking. I think the university, I think Brad Smith and Christian Spears and all the other department heads and the board, they're showing we're making strides to do things in a different way. Um, now I think we've got to start to do things together in a different way. And, and I know there's life. Trust me. I slept on a hospital cot last night. There's life. I get it. Um, but if you can't come, give your tickets to your neighbor. It's that simple. Somebody's got to be in your seats. Somebody's got to be in every seat out there. And when we get to that level, no different than when we get to the level to where we've got depth across the board and we execute consistently, we will win every game. Um, but we can't say, well, when they win every game, we'll come. You know, when basketball wins every game, we'll come. When baseball wins every game, it, that's, not, that's not how it works. We're in this together. We're a family. Um, and, I, and trust me, there are a lot of people who do. There's a lot of fans out there who are at every event who are supportive. And I'm not saying that those people aren't, you know, appreciated. Um, but we need more. Like, we need more wins. Nine wins is great. Awesome. High five, everybody. But we need more. We're not satisfied as a program with nine wins. We're not satisfied with half a stadium or half a gym or half a court. And until we get to there, I'm going to come up here every week and say every game should be a – we should sell out the bye week. It should be people that just don't even care that we play or not. They should just be here, man. I got a chance to come to the zone, man. It's we're gonna sell out the bye week, and and we're making strides from a holistic organizational standpoint. Uh, we've got to make sure that we get everybody on board, and that's what hopefully this season will show. 
Coach Huff on fan expectations. He expects a sellout every single game. If you live six hours away, he expects to see you on game day. If you live 12 hours away, he expects to see you on game day. So what do you think? You think he's got a point? You think that he is on to something here? Is his expectations a little too high? What do you think that those expectations should be? So we'll hear more from Coach up about the opponent itself, Albany's coming up. But Coach talking about what those expectations are. He wants this program to be the program in which you come in, you go to a game, and it's sold out. And wants to see the fans show up on game day to support the herd. And he had a point there. You know, you need more fans. You have great fans. You need more of them. And you also need to be able to attract fans from five, six hours away. It happens all across the country. Fans travel five or six hours to go to a football game to support their school. So you think he's off base on that, or is he right where it needs to be as far as those expectations? We'll get your comments on that and more. Text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Also, we're giving you an opportunity to actually win a pair of tickets, help sell that stadium out by having yourself in the seats on Saturday. I've got a pair of tickets to the game on Saturday, and I'm asking you today what Marshall's record is going to be in 2023. Coach said nine wins is great. High fives, not enough, need more. Will it be nine or more? Will it be nine or less? How many wins do you think the herd will have in 2023 looking at the schedule? We'll talk about that more as well. But that's your opportunity to enter to be eligible for the tickets. We'll randomly draw one of you after the show is over. So you got to get those texts in now. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. We'll hear more from Coach Huff when we continue. It's execution season. We'll tell you what that means when we come back from break here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to our Tuesday edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Our text line is open this hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Our text question of the day what the Marshall record will be in 2023 is prediction time. You think the herd will have better than nine wins? What do you think? And I'm not asking, hey, I think that they're going to be better than nine or less than nine. I want an exact record. Do you think they're going to have nine wins and three losses? You tell me, nine and three. You know what? Throw in the bowl game as well. Or if they won't get to a bowl, you know, give me your prediction on what the record will be. I'm going to draw from the text line at the end of the show, give you an opportunity to win a pair of tickets to go see the herd on Saturday, take on Albany. So you get a text to win, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. We continue with our preview of Marshall taking on Albany this week. Coach Huff addressing the media earlier today at the stadium. And we start off with the team 
getting into what he calls execution season. The team is transitioning from fall camp to now what he calls execution season, and he explains what that's about and what that means. We are transitioning as a football program into what we call execution season. Um, You know, you got spring ball, summer camp, fall camp, um, and we kind of titled the season execution season because really that's what it comes down to is, is execution. Um, and execution season, either you did or you didn't. You know, my goal is to win every game by one more point than the opponent. And, and that's really what it comes down to. Obviously, we're still trying to improve. We're still trying to create depth. Uh, we're still trying to create opportunities for guys to create value for themselves. But at the end of the day, you either did or you didn't. And that's what the beauty of execution season is. It doesn't matter how good of a spring we had. It doesn't matter who had a good fall camp. Um, you know, on Saturday afternoons and some Thursdays, you either did or you didn't. And I think our players understand that. Um, and you've got to do all the things you need to do to give yourself a chance to execute on game day. Um, that's preparation. That's taking care of your body. That's understanding how to practice. Um, all of those things. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> if we have a great Tuesday practice and we don't execute on Saturdays, it doesn't mean anything. So what we've got to do is understand that take the necessary steps to get to that. Um, I think our players and our leaders um, have embraced it, um, and and I think we're going to be able um, to give ourselves a really good chance to have some really successful Saturdays. Um, Obviously, each week's going to be different, um, but we're we're excited about it. The herd now into execution season. So it doesn't matter how well you practice in in the fall camp. It doesn't matter how well you performed. If you can't do it on game day, doesn't matter how good of a practice you had. That's a philosophy with Coach Huff and execution season. Now we move on to the game itself. This week, the Thundering Herd take on an opponent in Albany that has already had a game. Albany, last season, 3-8. and eight. They lost last year to Fordham. It was a shootout. They lost 48-45 this year. A little bit better defensive performance from Albany. Also, the offense maybe not as prolific as it was last year in that game from the standpoint that it wasn't back and forth here. It wasn't in the high 40s here. 34-13 victory over Fordham. Great performance, top to bottom. Albany, much better team than at least they showed last year on film. That's something that Coach Huff is happy to know. He talked about that. We'll get into that. The fact here is Coach Huff now knowing a little bit more about Albany, seeing them play, his team hasn't played yet, so there's some questions to answer for the Thundering Herd, but he thought that them playing and playing last week was an advantage for the Thundering Herd. Well, I think it's an advantage for us because if we rolled out there and played the team that we thought we were going to play last year, uh, we probably would have got surprised. Now, I don't know what that means. Does that mean we win, lose, you know, don't start the way we want? Um, but they're a different team. I also think a little bit of where we are in college football. They've got some transfers on their team that are playing for them um, that change the dynamic of their football program. So I do think while they kind of get the advantage of knowing who they are, we do get the advantage of knowing, okay, this is not the same team. Same colors, same uniforms, same coaches, um, but different players in different spots playing with a little different mentality. Um, and when I say mentality, meaning you got a you know, guy who last year was a junior, now is a senior, you know, or a guy who was 
um, a transfer at another school who's coming in now and playing at a different spot. So I think I, I would rather have it this way. So I hope every team can play one game before we play them um, so we can get a chance to see what we're getting into. Um, but I think obviously the way to sit, the way the schedule laid out, it was good for us because we don't have a lot of familiarity <clears throat> with Albany, if that makes sense. If it had been a team that we've had some familiarity with, then we could kind of, you know, look at their roster and see who's there, what's one or two guys replaced. But when you don't have a lot of familiarity, you kind of get got to get all the information that you can before you go to war. All the information you can. So you get an early sneak peek at your opponent. You haven't played yet. They've played you know a little bit more about them. And one player that I think we already knew about before Saturday was sophomore quarterback Reese Poffenbarger. Outstanding performance against Albany. If you look at what he was able to do, he definitely was able to move the ball. He's able to run. If you can't stop him on the ground, be careful because this, comp, this young man... Look at his numbers. 23 of 40 in that game against Fordham. 253 yards, four touchdowns, 47 rushing. So he might be a complete package. He's definitely a player to watch out for. I think he's going to be the engine that really drives this Albany team on Saturday. And Coach talked about this team, how much they've improved, how better they are. And he said that the quarterback knows what he's doing. I mean, basically, that was the impression here. They've got a really good football team. They are much improved from last year. You look at last year's film, then you look at the game they had last Saturday, they are much improved. Um, I think their quarterback is a really good player. Um, He kind of makes the offense go. He's got some really good receivers. Last year they had a tight end who's now with the Cleveland Browns. Um, and a lot of the attention went to him this year. He's spreading it all over the place. Um, he can run. He can scramble. Um, and he's not running to try and you know and go score a touchdown. He's scrambling to keep the play alive. Um, he'll run when he needs to. Um, he's got a lot of moxie. Um, he's slippery. Um, he doesn't get sacked a lot. Um, you see him spin out of a lot of sacks. You know, reverse field, throw back across the field. He gets the ball out of his hand. Um, probably will be one of the better quarterbacks we play this year. Pretty high praise. One of the better quarterbacks that Marshall will face this year. And I talked about the advantage for Thundering Herd going into this, where Marshall has played zero games. Albany has played one. So advantage Herd, right? I want to go back. I don't want to skip over, Coach, just talking about looking forward to playing Albany this week. They're they're 1-0. They got a lot of confidence right now. Um, they're a little bit ahead of us because obviously they know what they have in their team. We don't. Um, we know what we have from a practice and a you know preparation standpoint, but game day is different. Um, they've had a chance to go through game day. They've had a chance to see how the ebbs and flows of a game affects their players um, and how to you know correct that and make, co- make coaching decisions based on that. So the advantage there is – This team knows a little bit more about itself, whereas the Thundering Herd will find out more about itself later this week on Saturday. We'll get into that when we continue. We'll talk a little bit about the defensive side of the ball for Albany also. We'll hear what Coach's thoughts are about the fact that 
His team hasn't played yet, so Albany doesn't know what to expect on Saturday. Everybody wants to know about the depth chart. What's the depth chart look like, Coach? Well, we'll hear about what the depth chart looks like when we continue on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 in AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We continue on with this Tuesday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line is open. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Our text question of the day is also a way for you to enter into our drawing at the end of the show. We're giving away a pair of tickets to go to the game on Saturday, Marshall versus Albany. You need a couple of tickets. I've got your hookup. You got to text in, though, to be a part of today's show. And I'm asking you, what will the Marshall record be in 2023? From the text line, the herd will go 10 and 2 for the season, beating Virginia Tech, hungover, and lose to Old Dominion, and lose one more to a team they should beat. They will win the conference championship game and a bowl game. Okay, so beat Virginia Tech. Let's go ahead and say it now 10 and 2. They'll beat Virginia Tech. They will lose to Old Dominion, according to the text line. That's homecoming. They're going to lose homecoming? Is the herd going to lose homecoming? The Old Dominion? How? Man, that's going to be a terrible homecoming. And then one that they shouldn't lose to. What game would that be? Would it be Georgia State? Would it be now James Madison? That's Coastal's good. App's good. Southern's good. South Alabama. I don't know. Georgia State or Arkansas State? If we need to single one of these out, it is a game they should win. Should they win Georgia State? Should they win Arkansas State? I think every other game is going to be tough. Georgia Southern is going to be tough. Yeah, so, okay, 10-2, and two, beat Virginia Tech, lose to Old Dominion, and then they'll drop one more to a team they should beat, and they'll win the conference championship game. The question here is, if they lose a game that they should win, and it's a conference game, then they'll have two conference losses. Is that going to be good enough to get them to the championship game? Think about that. Text lines 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255 to be a part of today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So a little gamemanship going on this week, Coach Schuff was asked, it wasn't asked specifically about, hey, what's the depth chart look like? But there are no depth charts anywhere in these game notes. Game notes came out today, very informative, very packed full of information. But no depth charts. You got the roster. Nowhere is a depth chart to be found. The lineups are, of course, We'll probably maybe find out about them around kickoff. I know a lot of fans like the depth chart. Want to go over the the roster and go over the depth chart, and it's it's something that coaches, if they don't have to tell you who's going to go out there on Saturday, they're not going to tell you. So coach is keeping his cards pretty close to his vest on 
who we will see. So basically, Albany, they won't know on Saturday. They're going to prepare for a few more players. They don't know who's going to be out there. What do you think? Is that the right strategy? Coach Huff keeping that a little bit closer to his vest. Well, I think it's an advantage for us because if we did rolled out there. Yeah, I'm going to hold that because that's why they played week zero and we play week one. Um, a little bit of the gamesmanship advantage is we do have 40 new guys. I think uh, some of the guys that we've already talked about, right? Everybody knows J.J. Roberts here. He's been here since the spring. I think he's going to do some really good things. Um, he's got a presence about him, you know, a veteran presence about him. I think he's really um, kind of adapted to how we do things here and is now able to apply his own kind of strengths. Um, you know, Keyshawn, you know, coming in from App State, you know, I think he's done some really good things. Um, a lot of the guys who, who will, I won't say surprise you, but have had really good camps are some of the guys that's been here. You know, Caleb McMillan has probably had a really good camp. Um, obviously, our quarterback, Cam, has done a really good job. You know, the, the, the D-line has been kind of, I won't say a work in progress, but when you replace that many guys, you're kind of waiting to see who fills what roles. You know, I think there's been some guys who have stepped up in that role. Um, I think there's been some guys who have also created uh, flexibility for us, you know, and in those roles. Can you play inside? Can you play outside? You know, same thing with the linebackers. Can you play, you know, Sam and Mike and Will? Um, you know, J.J. could probably play three or four spots in the back end. So, um Without giving away too many um, secrets, <laughs> we do get to hold on to them for three more days. Um, and 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 honestly, not to you know, not to try and be you know, not useful because I know you guys have a job to do with forty new guys. I mean, that's 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 tough. And if I'm an opponent, I don't know you know who's going to be out there. And 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 part of game planning and part of understanding what you're going against is knowing who's going to be out there. So. For a few more days, he's not going to really show his cards to anyone. He's going to keep that a little close to the vest. And he was quite candid with us. As he mentioned, 40 new guys. There are a lot of players that haven't experienced game day at Marshall before. And Coach talked about he honestly doesn't know either because there are some things to throw into this equation. How will this team react down three, or how will this team react under the lights? And of course, you get the scoreboard as well, all the things that go along with game day. You get a lot of new faces out there. How will those players react to the game situation? Coach Huff talked a little bit more about that. We will get that to you in a second. While I'm going to call an audible here on that reaction. And we're going to talk briefly about the defense of Albany with Coach Huff. Coach, very impressed with the defensive line for Albany. Thought that it was one of the standout units when he talked about it earlier today. Defensively, um, they've got uh, Coach Catuso is a D-line um, kind of track record, and his D-lines always play really well. Um, they've got two DNs, number eight and number four, who combined for I think like seven sacks last weekend. Um, against a really good Fordham team who last year had one of the higher scoring offenses in the country. Um, they combined for, I think it was seven sacks and a bunch of tackles for loss. Um, both of them have um, great leverage, great twitch, great power, can change directions, um, can speed the, speed the power on you, um, can bull rush you. Um, they play really well. Um, you could tell they're older guys. Their Mike Linebacker is kind of the captain of the defense. I don't know if he has that title, but um, I think he had like 12 tackles last week. 
Um, so this is not just the old, you know, hey, open up the game, open up the season, you know, Marshall rolls in and just rolls these guys. This is a good football team. Um, I like that because we do need to find out who we are. Uh, we got 40 new players on our team, and we need to find out who we're going to be. Um, so it's going to be a challenge. Uh, we're looking forward to it, um, and, and I think it'll be a really good weekend. All right. He set it up for me perfectly. He's covering up my audible here. 40 new players need to know who this team is going to be. So that plays into the fact that he's keeping his cards close to his vest because he doesn't know either who's going to be out there on game day. Um, the flip side of that is I don't know. I mean, I've seen these guys for, you know, a month, but we haven't had any lights. We haven't had any fans. We haven't had anybody hit us in the mouth. You know, we haven't had adversity hit. Um, so I told the coaches today, you know, we, we got to find out fast in this game what type of team we have. Last year we knew what we had. We had a lot of older guys. I mean, you think back to the Coastal game and when we got down fast. But, I mean, our players never, never batted an eye, you know, settled in and finally played the last – two and a half quarters, you know, like we'd been used to playing. They were probably a little bit too fast, got out in front of us. But I don't know if we get down three to nothing, you know, is the team going to crack? I don't know because we haven't been able to put ourselves in that situation. So a little bit of this is is trying to find out what we have, you know, as well. And what type of team do we have? Obviously, I think we have a good team because we have good leadership and all that. But with 40 new guys, there's going to be some guys out there who – I don't know what's going to happen when someone, you know, hits them in the mouth. I don't know what's going to happen when they get blocked or they don't make a catch. Um, and that's part of going into week one we got to try to figure out. Hopefully if someone gets hit in the mouth, they they go right back out there and, and not punch them in the mouth, but hit back. That's what I'm hoping for. They tackle you hard, they hit you hard, you go out there and you play hard. Nothing dirty. I'm not, not implying cheap shots here, but – that's what I hope the reaction is. That's Coach Huff, his weekly presser, his address to the media. Our text line is open 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Don't forget, we're giving away a pair of tickets today to go see the game on Saturday against Albany. So our text question of the day, which will get you entered into our drawing at the end of the show, what will the Marshall record be in 2023? It's our predictions time and Texer writes in and says it's going to be seven and five, and the Hurs going to lose its bowl game. So we've gone from ten to two, ten and two, win the bowl game to seven and five and lose the bowl game. What do you think? You can predict the season as well and give yourself a chance to win a pair of tickets to go to see the game on Saturday against Albany. Text lines 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Save big money in your next painting project with 11% off everything now at Menards. Style your home with Pittsburgh Paints and Stains, Ultra Interior Paint and Primer. With a premium finish that provides good coverage and is easy to clean, it's perfect for any interior project. Get a gallon of flat for just $19.29 after 11% rebate now at Menards. Good through September 4th, savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. 
stuck in a state of falling behind, struggling to keep up with kids, finances, insurance, and life? Well, let your State Farm agent help you simplify and get to a better state. With State Farm handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. More money, too. Adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40% help you get ahead. Call an agent today and get to a better state with State Farm. In Huntington, Jeff Smith, 304-781-1234. In Milton, Eric Dodson, 304-390-4515. And in Wayne, Vicki Tabor, 304-272-5149. Now is the time to add on a new bathroom or remodel your old one with the latest up-to-date bathroom fixtures from Mutual Wholesalers, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Come in today to Mutual Wholesalers' beautiful showroom and see how your new bathroom will look. Check out Acre by Max. Have a new bathroom this year. Mutual Wholesalers, locally owned and operated, 710 Fifth Street, Huntington. Call 304-525-9118. It's Glockner's Back to School Prep at every Glockner location. Get into a newer, safer vehicle so you and your kids can make it to school safely. Plus, with every new vehicle purchase, Glockner will be donating a new backpack to local schools. Speaking of new vehicle purchases, we have the fastest sales process in the business and offer full transparency. And we always put people and your family over profit with no hidden fees. We make it easy at Glockner.com. Summer may be coming to an end, but summer isn't over at Schooners. Picture this. Sun on your skin, handcrafted cocktail in your hand, a delicious meal, and a beautiful view to go along with it. Bring your friends and family to dine on our open-air deck where you'll enjoy stunning views and cool breeze. Schooners is your ultimate summer escape right here in Huntington. Hang on to summer. It's still alive and thriving at Schooners. Find us on Facebook for more information. Schooners is located at 90 to Buffington Street in Huntington. Charlie died after taking a single pill that turned out to be counterfeit. He was having back issues and it was a counterfeit poisonous pill. Websites and social media selling fake medicines may look legitimate, but they're not. Drugs from these rogue pharmacies could have fillers like sawdust or deadly fentanyl. He died in less than 15 minutes after taking the pill. Now there's a free tool that can give you peace of mind. At safe.pharmacy, enter the pharmacy web address and you'll know if the site you're using is safe. If you're not getting your prescriptions from a legitimate source, that next dose you take could be your last. We just don't want other people to go through what we're going through. It's just horrific. Go to safe.pharmacy. Find out about fake medicine on social media and if the site you're buying from is safe. 160,000 kids stay home from school every day for the same reason, bullying. This is Dale Lee, president of the West Virginia Education Association. Bullying impacts nearly one-third of all students every year, but parents, educators, and concerned adults can make a difference. It takes just one caring adult to intervene and help stop the bullying. Victims need an adult that will listen, will stand up for them, and most importantly, Show them that they are not alone. Bullying and cyberbullying have far-reaching effects from a decline in academic performance to physical illness, depression, or worse. Help us create a safe, bully-free learning environment for all students in West Virginia. One caring adult can make all the difference. Take the pledge to be that adult at nea.org slash bullyfree. 
message from the West Virginia Education Association. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's our final segment of today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line is open, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Our question of the day, which is also going to double as your official entry to winning a pair of tickets to go see the game on Saturday between Marshall and Albany. What will the Marshall record be in 2023? you got a few minutes to get your text in and give me your prediction for the upcoming season. We'll randomly draw from all the respondents after the show. Baseball action coming up tonight here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The Pirates are back in action, taking on the Royals. We go on the air, 745, 8:10 will be first pitch. Pirates baseball here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Reds are in action tonight against the Giants, 945, late start there. And the Guardians will face off against the Twins tonight. That's going to be a 740 start there. Good news for Marshall Soccer. Matthew Bell named the Sunbelt Conference Offensive Player of the Week. And if you net a hat trick in a game, you would probably win that award too. And on top of that, the team improved to 2-0. Shut out Wright State 5-0 yesterday at the pitch. Herds back at home Friday taking on Xavier. So this team is rolling already. 5 nothing against Wright State. That's pretty good. And then volleyball's in action on Thursday in Marshall Invitational. 31st will be against Moorhead. The first will be against UNGC. And then women's soccer also in action. Thursday contest at home taking on the dreaded Bobcats. All right, our text line is lighting up. Let's get to it. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. Thirteen and one. That's the record. Thirteen and one. Simple. Okay, so which one's the loss? That I'm interested in now. Thirteen and one. Where's the loss coming? Bowl game? Is the bowl game the loss? Is Virginia Tank the loss? Is ECU the loss? Where's the loss? Texter writes in and says, 11-1, Sunbelt champs, we win bowl game always. Go herd. Is it we win bowl game always go herd, or is it we win bowl game always? I mean, I need to know the meaning here of this one. Just make sure I have the right context here. We win bowl games always go herd. Not always. There have been a couple of times. There have been a couple of times as of late the herd hasn't won the bowl game. It's gotten back to being better. So almost always. I think it's fair. But no, 11 and 1, Sunbelt Champs, and the herd wins the bowl game. You can comment as well. 304 396 talk 304 396 8255. All right. The 13 and 1 prediction response on the text line. I appreciate that. NC State is the loss. I can see that. I can see that being the loss only because that historically always seems to be the case. And 
By the way, interesting stat today in the game notes. Interesting stat. I appreciate the stat being thrown out there today. The contest with the Great Danes of Albany will be the Thundering Herd's 50th all-time matchup against Dogs. Marshall has a 27-21-1 and mark in these games. Marshall is 16-9 against Bulldogs. That's Butler, the Citadel, Cumberland, Gardner-Webb, Georgia, Louisiana Tech, Mississippi State. Has a 6-4 mark against Huskies. That's UConn in Northern Illinois. 1-2 against the Southern Illinois Salukis. 1-1-1 against the Wofford Terriers. 3-0 against James Madison. That counts Duke Dog as the mascot. And the herd is 0-5 when taking on an entire wolf pack. That's NC State. Here's what the schedule looks like still to come. According to this stat, we got the wolf pack to deal with, we've got the Duke Dog to deal with, and we've got Red Wolves to deal with. So, 0-5 when taking on an entire Wolf Pack. That is a stat I appreciate in the game notes. So I think the texter might be right. It might be NC State. That might be the lone loss if the herd is going to win all but one. Our text line is open. You can be a part of this. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to the game on Saturday. Marshall versus Albany will randomly draw from all your responses at the end of the show. If you want a shot at these tickets, you better get your text in now before we wrap it up here. I like this, though. If you're going to lose one, you don't want to lose any of them. Coach Huff talked about that. You don't want to lose anyone. You expect to go out and win every game. But if, if you can't win them all, Historically, NC State's the one you're going to lose. Not the one you want to lose, but that's historically the one you're going to lose. Because I look at the schedule here. Texter wrote in earlier and said that the Herd would beat Virginia Tech, but be hung over and lose to Old Dominion and then lose one more that it shouldn't. And I'm looking at the schedule. What's the game you lose that you shouldn't? Would that be Arkansas State? Would that be Georgia State? Because I don't see where the herd should win. All these contests are going to be challenging. James Madison, Coastal, App State, Georgia Southern, South Alabama. Those are going to be challenging. I'm not saying Arkansas State won't be, but that might be the game that you shouldn't lose, but you do. Does that qualify at Georgia State? Does that qualify as a game you shouldn't lose, but you do? Is that how we're going to rank them now? Herd shouldn't lose this game. Okay, Albany is a game the Herd shouldn't lose. We classify that. The rest of them, I don't know if you can say, okay, the Herd should not lose this game. That might be a question for another day. Which game should the Herd win and might lose? I, I know that probably is going to be a question that will make some cringe in the athletic department. But... We might have to ask that. Which game do you think the Herd should win but might lose? If Bowling Green was on this schedule, I would cringe right now seeing Bowling Green. 
All right. Texter writes in and says that 11 and 1 Sunbelt champs, the L goes to ECU. Okay. Follow up text. So ECU, the lone loss in this 11 and 1 season. All right. I like it. Challenging. ECU is always challenging. I mean, the herd comes through this with a with a solid win loss record. I think the schedule will. I think they'll have earned it because ECU is going to be solid. Virginia Tech is going to be solid. I think the conference foes are always going to be tough. It's the black and blue division here. Yeah, this will be a division where herd fans will see schools beat each other up all season long, and will love it because it'll be pretty good football here. I'm not saying Albany. In Albany, Coach Huff said, look, this is going to be a better team. This isn't going to be a team that comes in and rolls down. It says here, we're, we're here. Give us our check. It's been fun today. Thanks for, thanks for being with me here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Okay, we'll be randomly drawing a winner here in just a moment from all of our respondents. Thanks for participating today. We'll have another opportunity for you tomorrow. And since we've got a closed office on Friday, it's going to be our last day for you to win tickets for this game. So we're going to double up. We'll give you an opportunity to wear to win one of two pairs. That'll be tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.